Coach, we've seen in the last couple years the tight ends really take on a more prominent role offensively. Now we got a new offensive coordinator. What should we expect from the tight ends this season? Well, in this offense, in this scheme, it looks like we're going to be utilizing the tight ends quite a bit. Uh, 11 personnel schemes, 12 personnel, uh, big part of both the running game and the, the passing game. So hopefully we'll be able to see a lot of the tight ends. How much of that is scheme versus having the sufficient talent to be able to do what you want to do there? I think it's a mixture of both. I think that, that he, Coach Ludwig would prefer to utilize tight ends in his scheme as he, if he has them. And I think we got a couple of really good ones, three Certainly. or four really good ones, yeah. So when he came in and you were a holdover on the staff, did you have to sell him on it and did he discover it himself? Little of both, little of both. We told him that we had some good ones and then watched a lot of film, uh, cut-ups from the previous season. And then in spring ball, I think, is when he kind of saw with his own eyes that, hey, we got some dudes that we can use at this position. So what can you do? I assume when you say two, you mentioned four, but two obviously right off the bat would be Keithy and uh, was it Fotheringham? Yeah. Uh, what can you do with those two guys specifically? Well, you, you uh, both, both of them have a diverse range of, of abilities in terms of being able to pass block, run block, and uh, run routes, get separation, catch the ball. I would say Keithy does have a little bit more juice when it comes to downfield routes. He's got... Uh, ability to really separate. Um, both of them have outstanding ball skills catching the ball. And so I think what you can do is you can put the def defense in a bind in terms of you have two tight ends in on the field. They're both good run blockers. You can run run the ball. So then when the, def the defense puts in you know, their base personnel with three linebackers, four D linemen, or three D linemen, four linebackers, now you have a one-on-one -on -one matchup of one of those guys against the linebackers to start throwing the ball. So it becomes a, uh, a personnel matchup issue for the defense. And it, you can also uh, mess with some formations and have it be a formational deal because a lot of defenses will uh, call their defense based on one of, one of the primary factors being formation. And if you have tight ends that can split out and spread the field or condense and be attached and be equally effective in both, then you really are... are uh, making your offense a lot more unpredictable, uh, putting the defensive uh, coordinator on the other side of the ball in a bind trying to figure out, okay, what are they doing? Mm -hmm. All right, they, you know, they loading up for the run, they, they spread it out for the pass. They, they can't really figure it out if you got guys that can do both. So when, the pass, when, they're, when they're catching passes, is it more out of a, a base play formation or is it more element of surprise where you're catching them off guard? The defense, I mean. Uh, it's, it's all part of the scheme. Um, so any given uh, pass play, whether it be a play-action pass, you know, a naked or a bootleg or a straight drop-back pass, the tight end is involved in our scheme in one way or the other. Um, there are a few where you know, they're involved in play-action pass as a, as a pass blocker, uh, but then there's others where they're going to be you know, releasing on the route and, and becoming you know, that much more difficult for the defense to figure out what's going on and, and how to defend it. Correct me if I'm wrong, but it seemed like last year the uh, red zone usage of the tight end was pretty high as opposed to the rest of the field. I think that's an accurate statement. Yeah, we tend to bring in more tight ends once we got down into the red zone. We had a four tight end package when we got down to the low red zone. Right. Uh, and, uh, you know, again, utilize them to, uh, to be run blockers, but then we saw that we ran some, some bootlegs out of that. And, you know, I think Cole and Brand, they got some touchdowns yeah, right, early on. Right. Yeah, yeah, I think Cole caught one in his very first college game. Yeah, Broadway. it seems so simple. Yeah, to me it does. <laughs> as, the, as the tight end coach, I love it, you know. But I think, 
you know, Coach Taylor, he was an excellent offensive mind, but his, you know, his, his offense was really spread-based, right? And uh, that's what he did at Folsom High School. That's what he did at Eastern Washington. And we came here, I think that it kind of evolved like any good coach does, that we need to utilize the, the tight ends that we have into this offense in different ways, whether it be red zone, low red zone, or you know, middle of the field. And you saw that, that usage, as you said at the very beginning, escalate as the offense evolved. How did it come about? Because it seemed like, it's, like Stanford, they've been known for having great tight ends, putting tight ends in the NFL. Back in your day when you played in college, BYU was using tight ends and they were such a weapon. But it didn't seem like for many years here at Utah that it wasn't happening. So what was the evolution to get these guys involved? Well, part of it, I think, is the evolution of the game. I think you've seen a lot of spread offenses that used to use 10 personnel, four wideouts and a running back, have gone to at least using one tight end. I think you see more 11 personnel now. And part of the problem is when you're in a spread running game, okay, you've got zone read, inside and outside zone. And beyond that, you know, they're, they're relatively short edges, right? You, don't, you, you add tight ends in there and you add another couple of gaps for the defenses to have to, to fill and to contain. And so I think that, uh, you know, part of it is if you look at the NFL, you see teams like the Patriots, the Chiefs, the Eagles, the Rams, go to a lot of two tight end sets. And football kind of people go with the trends, you know, and when Urban Meyer came here, he wanted to be a spread guy, right? And so the spread was installed. It was very successful, 12-0 season, Fiesta Bowl. So that kind of carried over for several years. And I think that it, you know, just in the last two, three years, um, we've started to move back toward more tight ends involved in the offense. And and uh, I think it's great. I think, you know, it's uh, currently the trend in offensive football. And uh, hopefully, you know, we can, we can be productive enough to make it stay that way. So success in recruiting tight ends to see them get on the field and do their thing, does that breed itself in terms of being able to then carry it forward when these guys leave? Tight ends see the U of U is going to use them and they can get some glory? I definitely think so because if you look at the guys we've been using in the last couple of years, Jake Jackson converted linebacker, Connor Haller converted linebacker, uh, Brant Keithy was a running back in high school. Uh, Cole Fotheringham's really one of the first true tight ends that we've uh, been able to recruit. And I think when a tight end sees that they're going to be more than just an extra offensive lineman run blocking, right. they, they, they take notice and it becomes easier to convince them to come be a part of your offense as a tight end. I think Stanford you know, is a good example right. of that. They, they attract tight ends uh, because they are an offense for several years that have featured the tight end and really utilize the tight end. So now I feel like we're in a recruiting position where we can point to the game tape, we can point to the statistics and say, hey, you're going to come here yeah. and you're going to catch the ball. And then also, too, how important, though, you mentioned that run game is the tight end being able to do what he does. It's huge, and we talk about that all the time. You know, the natural tendency for a tight end or any skill player is to want the ball, right? So yeah, yeah. get thrown the ball. But we, we preach that you've got to have an impact, and this offense scoring points in both phases, in the run game and the pass game. You've got to be effective as a run blocker. It's, you, you kind of have to be able to block like an offensive tackle, run routes and catch uh, passes like a, a wide receiver. And again, like we talked about earlier, if you can do that, you make your offense so much more diverse, right? And, yeah. and uh, so I think that it, it stem, all stems from that. So how available are those guys? Because you just put a lot on their plate right there. How available are yeah, they? I mean, are, are they easy to find or are they scarce? Because you just mentioned, you know, mentioned Stanford. Well, those are NFL guys. Are there a lot of guys to choose from or is it hard to recruit those types of players? 
Uh, I think it's one of the harder positions to recruit, okay? Things trickle down, so um, now, now the high schools are finally starting to utilize more tight ends. So many of them were straight spread, especially Texas, yeah. California, stuff like that. So now more of them are playing the position in high school, but for a while you were really having to project the taller wide receivers okay. that could put on 30, 40 oh, pounds yeah, and turn you. into a tight end. Um, but now you're seeing more of them that are coming out of high school that have played the position. And, uh, but it's still, it's still not easy to find tight ends and you got to do a lot of projection. I, I like guys that can run, that you had to have the frame to maybe put on 20, 30 pounds and end up at 240, you know, 250 uh, by the time they're a sophomore, junior. Uh, because those guys seem to never lose that element of the skill player, okay. you know? Yeah. And so you also have this big dope former defensive end helping you coach tight ends? <laughs> Yeah, he's uh, he's he's a help with uh, our room for sure. Um, Trevor, I'll tell you what he 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 knows football big time. And having been on the defensive side as a defensive end and a linebacker, we get that perspective all the time. And those are the guys we're matched up against all the time. Most you know in the in the run game, we're blocking defensive ends, we're blocking outside linebackers. And so having him as that uh, as that guy to give us that perspective has been awesome. Plus he's uh, you know he's got one of those guys with a magical personality that never has a down day, keeps everybody laughing, keeps everybody on their toes, and it's been it's been awesome. Yeah, but isn't he always telling you that he could throw the football over the mountain or he hit the ball, golf ball 400 yards? Uh, he can do everything. <laughs> yeah, he can. He's always but telling he, you how great he is. Uh, but that's confidence, right? He just he simply believes that he can, and you know what? Half the time he's right. Every once in a while, I, I'll beat him at something. Okay. All right. Thanks, Freddie.